It's coming to that time of the year where you're probably in full preparation mode for your homeschool. And if you're like me, where you're out of the box, you don't like doing everything that everybody else does, you maybe get bored on doing certain things, so you decided to make your own curriculum. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about how to prep your homeschool this year if you are doing that, making your own curriculum and give you the tips on what I've been using because I've been doing this for years and I wanted to show you what a recovering perfectionist slash YOLO slash adventurer and just do things spontaneously would do when they're prepping for their homeschool. <laughs> and if that all makes sense for you, then this episode is definitely for your brain. And you know, I am just grateful that you are here listening to this episode and any episode that you have tuned into. I'm super, super thankful for that. And it would mean the world to me. And I would just love to know your thoughts. So if you could just take a moment out of your busy day, because I know you're busy, mama, and just leave me a review. Just scroll down, click review, tell me your thoughts, your honest opinions. I would love to hear it. And if that is not your vibe, then I would just like to connect with you too. And the best way to connect with me is on Instagram at Kawai underscore Aquin, K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. Let's talk story. Tell me if you have any questions or if there's just something you want to know or hear more about of what I do. All right, friends, let's jump in to this episode. Aloha, mamas. You've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, Get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my friends. Welcome to another episode. Today, we are going to be talking about how to prep your homeschool year if you're making your own curriculum. And this is mainly for you if you decided, hey, I like this book. I like this program. I wanted to integrate that into our school. Wow, that looked like fun. Let's do that too. <laughs> Are you that mama? Because if you are, then you are my people. Because yes, I started my homeschool journey doing like maybe one or two big box curriculums. And I highly suggest, especially if you don't know what you're doing, do something like that. Because it's basically done for you curriculum with a schedule, with a plan, with everything and it eliminates all the stress. But what ended up happening was my creative, um, my creative spirit that wanted to just try new things incorporate more took over our lives <laughs> and I was like you know what what if we did this for homeschooling and that for homeschooling and that and then also what happened was the more kids I had and the more that got into school age I realized that they are all different they learn differently my middle child does not learn the same as my two oldest and even them those two oldest they learn separately differently too so I wanted to really customize our homeschool, not just for our family, but also for each child. And what that ends up meaning is 
everybody gets something a little different depending on the subject. Do I do that for every single subject? No, I'm not trying to make myself go cuckoo. But what I do is I teach more bigger subjects as a whole um, in a group setting. But then if there's something more individual like math, reading, those things, I teach more um, customized per my child and what ways they learn best, like what learning style they learn best, what kind of um, how I need to structure it for them because attention span and all the things is a big, huge factor. So what I'm going to talk about today is how I have been planning. I've actually planned our homeschool years because I've been doing this like lifestyle homeschooling for the past few years where it caters to our family and our kids. And this year, I actually like overhauled our homeschool because we're going to integrate a lot more of our Hawaiian culture into our school. And we live in Washington State, which means there is no Hawaiiana class right down the road. <laughs> so yay for the internet for me to integrate a lot of things there. But on the flip side too, like I had to create as much as I could to um, in the Hawaiian side to fit into our lives. So if that's something like, what you're doing where you're like, you know what, there's a really cool thing that I want to put into our homeschool. I'm just trying to figure out how is the best way to fit it in. Then this episode is for you. And if you want to learn how to do it stress-free, then continue to listen on. So let's start with number one. Number one thing to do is make sure you know what you want to do. Like it might sound like, like simple, but let me reiterate that. At least have in place all your things you want to integrate. For example, if you're doing Hawaiiana for history, then put it in, like put it on a list. What are you doing for your reading, your literacy, your math? Um, if you're doing STEM, science, or anything like that, what are you using? You need to kind of know what you're using. Are you sending them out to class? Are you doing it from home? Because if you don't know what you're doing, then it's going to be a little hard to plan. So number one, know what you're doing per each subject or at least have an idea of what you're doing if you don't have it full, um, like you don't have the full program in your hand at that moment or if you're not going to use like a legit program for it. Maybe you're going to be like, okay, for PE, we're going to do these things every single day, every other day or whatever, but at least have an idea. So that's number one. You, you need to know what your homeschool would have um, as for curriculums. Number two, before you jump into any of that curriculum, go through your calendar at least for six months. You don't have to do the whole year, but at least for six months, plan the big things first. And if you want to go more in depth into this, actually go listen to my previous episode, episode 107. It talks about tips on how to plan adventures for your family. And that's what I'm talking about. Field trips, adventures, outings, or maybe like big projects plan those things first put it on your calendar that way when you start putting in your curriculum you know okay this big thing is going to come up that week oh or you'd be like okay maybe I want to take a break on our curriculum because we're doing this things these things so have your big things planned at least the dates or around the time and that also gives you an idea of like if you wanted to incorporate something further, like a unit study, lap book, whatever you wanted into that big event. And then that kind of um, helps dictate what you'll be teaching maybe for that week um, leading up to it. So plan big things. That's number two. 
Now, number three is when you start diving into your curriculum, this is where I would get frustrated before. I'd look at all my curriculum and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I got to do this every single day, that every single day. That's a lot. I'm going to be in school. I'm going to be I'm going to be in our homeschool teaching for so long, my brain is going to explode and it would get overwhelming. And then what I realized was I don't have to do it every day. (laughs) And you might not realize that too. So I'm telling you this, you don't have to do every single subject every single day. Yes, you do not. And if this is your first time hearing it, I'm giving you all the permission. You don't need it from me, trust me. But if you just need somebody to tell you that, you don't need to do everything every single day. No, you don't. I want you to go and reflect back into like high school. You didn't do all your subjects every single day. I know I didn't. We, we had certain subjects that was like every other day. And a great example is my kids were in a STEM class or a STEM program and it was once a week. Yes, once a week, they would go, my oldest would go for an hour and a half, my two middles would go for an hour, one time a week, learn a ton about all these incredible things, all these units from astrology to um, physics to building things, I don't know, they, they would come back every single week, like with some amazing projects. And that was once a week, once a week, they got so much filled into them for, like I said, hour half for my oldest, hour for my middle, and my two middles. And if you think about that, like, wow, what impact once a week can do, you can do that for your own homeschool. Could you fill in an hour a week with such quality work, such, you know, memorable activities and things for your kids, for your homeschool, that you don't have to put in the energy every single day. You can just set aside time a day, once a week to do it. So if that is something that's starting to like, you know, turn in your mind, you're thinking about all the subjects, think about the ones that's challenging. Think about the ones that you need a little bit bigger um, time block for. So maybe it is STEM, maybe it is history, maybe it is something that you want to do a a longer activity for that can't be done in like a short 15 to 20 minute exercise. I like to do my STEMs once a week. We're doing music about once a week yeah music art once a week we're also doing history um, a good block of history once a week so that gives you an idea of what maybe you can do for yourself so think about the ones that you would like a little bit more time with and then could you do it in once a week could you really provide a great block of learning quality learning not quantity quality learning in once a week one time a week. All right. Number four, this thing I really highly suggest everyone do. I even have to remind myself, (laughs) but it works. It works so well. And it's taking time to review. So take time to review weekly. It could be on like a Sunday. It could be on a Monday morning, whatever your start of your start or end of your week looks like and review, review that previous week. So weekly reviews can literally take five minutes and you can just ask yourself a few questions. What went great? What didn't go great? What do I need to improve? Like, that's it. Just ask yourself quick questions, jot some notes down, make a tiny shift if needed, and then move on to your next week and your next week. And then at the end of the month, 
do a monthly review. And that one I would highly suggest, maybe like 15 to 20 minutes, just sit down and then really go through your month and see like overall, this worked really well. We're actually progressing on this. This is not working very well. We need to do that. And that way you are consistently following up on your homeschool. Um, and that I would highly suggest you schedule it in. So that's what this like. That's how you can prep your homeschool for success. Schedule in the days you'll do a weekly five minute review and then a monthly 15 to 20 minute review. Just put that on the calendar, too, because if it's not on the calendar, you, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Just saying you're going to forget about it. You're not going to remember to do it. And then like it's going to be too late and then the days are going to go by. So tip number four just schedule in your reviews it will help your homeschool so much and then the last tip you do not have to plan your entire year <laughs> please do not do that if, if you want to if it makes you happy then great but if you are stressing out because you're like i need to plan january no you do not have to plan january you can plan uh overview of like certain things that you want to do maybe a theme or a subject but you do not have to plan the nitty-gritty out even for me what I do is I plan by the week like okay this is our theme for the month and then by the week this is the topics we're going to go over but I leave leeway for adjustments because I know I know from the past if I plan too hard and I schedule things too much it's never ever gonna go exactly as planned and then I get frustrated because we fall behind and things happen I'm like oh my gosh I have to redo the whole schedule because this didn't work out so instead plan an overview quick example like for this week this is this was the start of our first week and what I put in there is like okay these are the things that I want to teach and talk about I do not put page numbers I put like a goal, I want to get through this, but if not, then at least we can get through it next week. I don't plan like that. Like I don't plan where page numbers need to be done, chapters need to be done. I really plan by minutes. What can we get done in this allotted time? And then I gauge also with my kids because you already know, they don't always wake up the happiest kids, or maybe you might not wake up the happiest every single day either. So I like put in buffer of time for things like that so you do not have to stress so much about the plan the schedule all of those things leave time for space to breathe to relax to enjoy yes that's one of the blessings of homeschool you can put in time like that in your homeschool to really help you and it helps your kids it helps the whole process be a lot more smoother so tip Last tip, do not feel like you have to plan the entire year. Do not feel like you have to plan every single page number. Um, and just put in there more big ideas and breaks, yes, breaks for your family. That will help you prep for your homeschool so much more, especially if you have a curriculum that you are still learning, if it's still brand new for yourself. Um, that will help you get through it all, help it be a lot more enjoyable. And then you don't feel like you're falling behind. Like, trust me, you won't feel that way. If you know, okay, well, we got through this much today, then that is great. Because learning is an ongoing process. 
It will always be there for you to learn more and more every year. You already know for yourself, you probably learned something and the first time around, you maybe have not remembered it. Or maybe the second time around, you learned something different. So don't feel like you have to teach your kids all the things in this allotted time um, and then, you know, set yourself up for failure because you realize you the expectations was way crazy. So those are my tips. And here is a summary just in case you forgot all five. <laughs> Number one, know what you're doing for all your subjects. You do not have to have like an actual curriculum in hand. Like for example, we don't have a PE curriculum, but I actually have an idea of what we're doing for each subject. Number two, plan big things first. Your adventures, your field trips, even vacations and things like that. Plan all those things first so that you know when they are coming up through your year. If you wanted more in-depth on that, listen to this previous episode, episode 107. It goes all into the tips about planning your adventures. Number three, do challenging subjects or if there's like a subject that is that will take a longer um, block of time, do those things once a week. Quality versus quantity. So could you... Give your kids a great experience for an hour a week that they would be able to just learn so much more versus you doing 10 to 15, 20 minutes every single day. You know, what can you do once a week that will make a bigger impact? What subjects can you do to um, schedule every single week that will help your kids more? Number four, take time to review and schedule it. So Weekly and monthly, I highly suggest scheduling five minutes weekly and then maybe a 15-minute monthly review into your calendar. I tell you to do this when you're prepping because you probably will forget <laughs> during the year, during the month, during the week, you probably forget to do it. So just schedule it in there for you to do. And the last one is you do not have to plan everything. No, you don't. And you especially do not have to plan every single specific. Trust me, as a recovering perfectionist, this was hard for me to do and this was hard for me to break, but it has brought me so much more joy and peace and <laughs> less stress when it comes to our homeschool because I realized I was just trying to be in control of so many things. And when any change happened it, and like our schedule got thrown off, you know, I had to redo everything. That was way more stressful than realizing like I don't have to plan everything. It actually was so much more better for our homeschool and our family to have space for fun, have space to relax, have space to explore, have space for curiosity in our homeschool. And that means that I didn't have to plan every single number like page number or chapter what we do now is we have blocks of time and we say okay this is what we're going to do during this block of time how far you get that'll be a great that'll be great if this is like the target maybe you can do one to two pages based on what you've been doing um if it's harder then we'll adjust if it's easier and you want to do more then great like we do school that way versus having a set number of page numbers or chapters to complete now that is my tips on how to plan your homeschool, especially if you're making your curriculum. If you have any more questions on what I do um, with my own curriculum, just message me. The best way is on Instagram at Kawai underscore Alquin at K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. And then we can chat more. Um, but I hope this has helped you. 
And I will definitely do another episode on how my first week of homeschool went and give you all the ins and outs about that. All right, my friends, I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. And like always, only you can go and make your day amazing. So definitely do that. Hey mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.